Welcome to Well Fed, a podcast for hungry creatives. I'm your host, John Sarantino, a designer based out of New York. And on this podcast, I speak to some of my creative heroes to learn from their experiences and discover the ingredients to grow within the creative industry. On this episode, my guest is Sebastian Cody, an illustrator and animator currently residing in Los Angeles, but prior to that, his work has taken him all over the Western Hemisphere. Over the years, Sebastian has been able to work with agencies such as Buck, but also for brands such as Apple, Venmo, and recently DoorDash. However, Sebastian didn't just fall into this portfolio of great clients. He's worked his way up from jobs that maybe weren't so creative, but no matter what, he put everything he had into them. Clearly that has paid off because now you can see Sebastian's work all over billboards and even that little blue app that you use to pay your friends for stuff. Before we get into the episode, I just want to share a few things with you. First, if you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can head over to wellfedpodcast.com where I have all the episodes as well as videos and articles with tips for creatives just like you. Second, for this season, I just launched a Slack group that you can join by going to wellfedpodcast.com slash community. There you can share work and connect with other designers, illustrators, and photographers from all over the world. Last but not least, I'm doing free one-on-one portfolio reviews over Zoom for anyone that signs up for the newsletter on the website, wellfedpodcast.com. I've already had a few of these with listeners, and we've talked about things like getting more clients, ways to present your work on your website, and a bunch of other topics. All you have to do is sign up for the newsletter over at wellfedpodcast.com. Now that we got that out of the way, I hope you enjoy this episode. Sebastian, thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Well Fed. Um, I'm very excited to talk to you about your work, where you've been. It's, it seems that you've traveled all over the world so far uh, and while working remote at the same time, which I'm super excited to get into. And um, yeah, before we start off, I'd like to kick it off with these five questions in 50 seconds. And if you're ready, I'll go ahead and start. Sure, sure. We're ready. Thank you, man, for those kind words. So thank you so much. Thank you I for really joining me. Um, yeah, Sebastian, if you. if you had to give up bread or cheese, what would it be? Uh, I will give up uh, bread for sure. Uh, I love cheese, uh, and I feel uh, I come from Argentina, you know, and it, it's uh, Argentina is mainly Italian people, so we have bread on the table for any any food. You know, it's always bread, and then you have food. I don't know if you know. Uh, so in Argentina, you usually eat bread a couple of times a week, uh, a couple of times a day. And uh, and when I came uh, to United States, uh, you don't have usually bread with food. You know, bread is something that you could buy, but it's it's not really common uh so i kind of gave up bread and it's uh better for me you know i'm 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 a bit more uh skinnier uh for sure um and i love cheese absolutely love cheese i didn't know there was a a a good demographic of of italians in argentina that's good to know oh it's huge and we love bread uh yeah it's kind of crazy you eat bread with bread yeah sebastian uh what is your sign uh, I, I love Adiva. Uh, I am a Taurus. Awesome. Cat or dog? Uh, I'm a big fan of dogs. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get a Dachshund. I love dogs, we know, with, uh, I say, log proportions, you know, kind of like white dog. It could be a Dachshund, it could be a Corgi, it could be a, anything, you know, that's kind of like three to one. <laughs> and close to the floor, you know, close to the floor, three to one. That works for me. You've already, you've already kind of sized of the dog according to uh, ratio, uh, according to to artboard ratios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sixteen by nine uh, would be a great one. One by know, one is too be, much. Yeah, two thirty-five. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if you could eat uh, one thing for the, every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, uh, I will be uh, pasta for sure. Yeah, I love pasta. Um, what else? I think I think that's the clever one. I don't know. I will be I will be happy eating, you know, raviolis and um, noodles and 
it is it is ramen pasta you know ramen <laughs> could be into that i don't know I'll, I'll i'll throw ramen in there only because i'm absolutely a big fan i love ramen i would eat that would be my choice as well you know every day helping me yeah help absolutely me yeah and last For question sure. uh spotify or apple music uh i uh i use spotify a lot uh yeah i haven't used a lot of apple music really um yeah I shouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Sebastian. So Sebastian, you're currently based in LA. It is beautiful and sunny in your background, which I'm very jealous because today is uh, in New York, it's rainy and gray and yesterday was yeah. beautiful and sunny, but you know, it, it's, it's spring. So what are you going to expect over here? Um, but Sebastian, so you've, sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've been all over the place. Um, you know, if I can, if I recall correctly, you've been in Canada, you've been in Barcelona, uh, now LA, um, where, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in, uh, Argentina, but my dad traveled a lot. So we, um, we used to travel a bit much. I, I, I always thought with, uh, you know, when you know somebody and they ask you where you grew up, you know, where are you from? And for me, it's a hard question to ask because, uh, I think, um, when I was, um, uh, I born in Buenos Aires, you know, in, in the capital, but then my, my parents, they live like, um, 600 kilometers to the south. So it's kind of like country, uh, side. And then I, they stayed three years there and then they traveled to a bit north to a city with, with sea, but, uh, it's very cold. So I will see kind of like, uh, I don't know, like I imagine being, uh, england or something like that you know <laughs> bristol um and then they live there for a couple of years and then they move again to buenos aires and then they move again and you know always trying to find uh better opportunities you know better jobs and that kind of stuff so i i will change uh schools and uh friends every every three years and i have two two brothers and uh I I was born in Buenos Aires, but then my middle brother was born in uh, Mar del Plata. That is this this uh, city by the sea. And then uh, my uh, young youngest brother uh, was born in um, Bolivar, like really south countryside. So uh, very so much yeah. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was all within Buenos Aires, but Buenos Aires is a big uh, province state. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it was very different. What, what was it, I, I guess, like, what was your introduction to, I guess, you know, the world of being creative or like, wh at what point was it when you were young, did you find out that you were kind of drawn to, you know, making things? You know, I, I really don't know. Uh, I, I don't feel as creative, you know, as people say, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm very curious. For sure, you know, so I, I'm always kind of looking stuff and uh, I'm a bit shy. So I, I will be uh, just watching people or like behavior, <laughs> things, objects, you know, whatever. Reading. I, I read a lot. Um, I mean, I find I, I find a lot of creatives movies. are great people watchers, right? They're they're very keen think, in on yeah. the details and things like that. I think there is something about contemplation for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that we I don't know. I, I feel the. Just safe, you know, and happy, interested. I don't know, attractive, um, and also uh, kind of like the work, you know, that we do drawing. It's, it's very lonely, so we we just stay a uh, bunch of hours every day um, on our studio, 
drawing. Just letting our mind wander. Thinking. Yeah. So <laughs> when I was little, I don't know, I um, I didn't really draw a lot. Just like uh, any kid, you know, I would draw. But then um, uh, in middle school, I I, re I was very lost. So I, I chose uh, arts um, as a kind of like a path to follow. Um, but, uh, but I thought, uh, I was going to be a journalist. Journalist. That was, that okay, my, cool. That was, that was what I thought. I don't know. You know Did you like, like to write years, a lot? What, what you go? No, no, at all. <laughs> but I, but I like to read. And at, at that moment I like to read a lot and I like music a lot. I was playing guitar and I had a couple of bands. So I was maybe, you know, journalism and music in some way, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know what really was on my mind to think that I could be a journalist. Um, <laughs> but when I ended up, I, I went to college and I, and I studied for a year that, and, and it didn't work at all. It didn't work at all. But, uh, but, at the, but at that time I was trying a bunch of stuff. And one of the stuff that I was trying um, was uh, doing flyers in Photoshop for, for my band and, and bands of friends and stuff like that. And and then I think that just kind of like grew into just thinking uh, like graphic design or, or or entertainment videos, stuff like that. Anything related to music could be interesting for me to follow. And uh, and I had a friend, uh, um, my bass player in one of the bands that I was playing, uh, he was studying post-production, you know, kind of like films and video. Um, so I, I dropped out from my college, uh, doing journalism and I changed it to a, a different college for post-production and, and I started doing animation and I, I didn't go closer to, to graphic design. Uh, good old band flyers are usually, I find that a lot of people that I've talked to usually start in a band and then they're like, well, someone needs to do the flyers. Looks like I'm going to have to teach myself how to do these. And it just yeah. kind of grows from there. I love, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff that I do now, I think it was self-taught uh, because also in Buenos Aires, it was very hard to find uh, just places that they will teach you how to use uh, software, you know, or animation. These, these kind of things are kind of new. So it was very hard to find something like that. And also, you know, for me, it was I had to make a living, you know, I had to get some money um to to provide for my family or just to be independent and stuff like that i, I was very worried about that and music uh it's super risky everywhere you know but it, in latin america is i feel it's kind of like a miracle if you if you do any kind of money uh and i used to play hardcore so it was like okay this is out of the table you know i'm not gonna make a living yeah from i was this. gonna i was gonna ask what, what kind of band what music did your band play but you, so you were in hardcore like rock and punk yeah, kind of like I love at that time I was uh, really into at uh, the driving, you know, and I don't know, it's just like uh, emo, post hardcore <laughs> stuff. Uh, yep, yep. Trash, metal. Uh, I don't know, a, a lot of uh, just very high volume things, um, pretty fast and stuff like that. Um, Do you still play today? Do you still play guitar? Are you? Yeah, I, I still play today. I have. Until 2016, I think I had I had uh, the same band. I, I I used to play in a bunch of bands, and then I used to play in just one. But then uh, this single one that I that I started, um, it kept going for for a lot of years until I I moved abroad, and then it was like okay, I cannot. I cannot <laughs> this is getting this. harder yeah. with distance, yeah. 
Yeah. So, so but, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I still play. Love music. <laughs> you you um, decided that you're going to drop out of journalism school, take up animation at the time? Yeah. So I studied. It, it was hard because in my mind, I didn't have a clear um, image of how the industry uh, and me, you know, will work together. I, I didn't have, you know, like a position or a job in mind. And I didn't know, at that time, I didn't know anybody who will be a graphic designer or a animator or um, illustrator or any, any kind of like that. You know, like my dad is a taxi driver at that point and my mom is a teacher. And then all my friends, they will be studying like me. I didn't know any professionals. Um, so it was hard to so, kind of like get an image or get a clear idea of what you could achieve. Yeah, it was it was a very abstract thing for me. Um, I really didn't know, but I know that it, it was. I knew that it was a good idea to study, and I'm very curious. So I was, I was trying to to pursue something. You know, like okay, if it's not journalism, it's gonna be post production. And then it wasn't post production. You know, it was a very technical um, career and. And I I know about just technical stuff now, but I really don't engage with that. Um, so I started working on the third year of that career as a assistant video editor for a TV channel. And from that job, I started to to think that um, I could do some kind of animation, you know, some kind of After Effects thing. Um, or three D small project uh, just for the day, you know, some some uh frames or or i don't remember what we really do there were those things that you were coming into contact with like you know because i've I've worked for a tv channel before so you get like the graphic assets for certain shows yeah yeah yeah. the buffers and the bugs and things like that all that stuff yeah yeah uh yeah so yeah i will be i will be doing uh like my main job you know it will be or my main uh, responsibility will be um just creating scripts or or just putting together some files or uh just whatever you know i was the younger uh, more cheapest guy on the on the company so i will do whatever but then if i had some bumper to do uh i will be putting all my time there you know if i could it was exciting and you were just like it was really really exciting it It was really exciting yeah just to create something it felt like um when i was doing flyers for my bands or stuff like that yeah it felt fun so i started uh i started dropping jobs in um in change of uh jobs that will be more creative in a sense um so from that place, I went to another one that I was doing uh, interviews for a company, just just weird jobs, you know, interviews for a company, but I will do also the graphic package that will be for that kind of interview. And then I dropped that one and I went to another one that I will be doing um, just uh, just graphic packages and animation stuff, 3D things um, for uh, Discovery Kids, I think. And then I dropped that one for another one and I will be doing... That kind of stuff, you know. I just keep changing. Just one my, after the other, job. basically. One after the other one, yeah. Because I had to create a portfolio, and um, it was just very hard to get a portfolio without any knowledge. You know, I wasn't a graphic designer, I wasn't an animator, I wasn't anything really. You know, I didn't have. <laughs> I just had the knowledge. You know, I I could just talk about uh, I don't know film and video and you know the technical aspects of that uh, post production stuff. I could. I could learn software very fast because I will know 
kind of the rules. So After Effects and uh, Cinema 4D, V-Ray, all that kind of stuff. It was, um, I don't know, just uh, approachable, I would say. Were you interviewing to, for like, no, like, I don't want to say normal positions, but were you interviewing for positions that you know, were specific to a certain role or responsibility, but then also you were like, hey, I can also do all these animations and I can do all these things if those ever come up as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm I'm for sure the guy that, that is very passionate about what uh, he does. You know, I'm, I will be in the interview saying, hey, you know, I really love uh, this kind of stuff. I'm going to work my ass here. I don't need a better salary. Uh, uh, just give me this amount of money that I can live and I will be trying to push this stuff as far as I could. Uh, and yeah, all my employers will say uh, after, you know, uh, you didn't have a good portfolio, but, but the attitude was there, you know, like it was, <laughs> it was nice to work with you because it, it will be something we will feel that what we were doing, it was important, you know, even if it's just a small piece, you know, or like a meat, uh, a small production company, small uh, show or whatever, uh, with you, it always felt like a, a big thing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I changed a couple of times, you know, until I realized that I, I like more the animation part, the creative side, the graphic design. Uh, I started having friends closer to graphic design, you know, art directors and, and designers, uh, animators, uh, 3D generalists. Uh, I know, it's just like, kind of uh, getting into that world. Uh, how, how long did it go on for these sort of like smaller jobs before you decided or before you landed at, at one that was more focused on you yeah. know, being creative, animating and things oh, like took that? Me, yeah, for me, it took a lot. It took years. It took years. Yeah, it was. <laughs> now I can say that, it, yeah, it, it didn't happen quickly. Uh, I think maybe maybe four years, something like that. Wow, yeah. Between the first job really... Uh, just a assistant video editor, you know, something that I wasn't into. Uh, to I think the first job that I really liked was um, I got a animation kind of position trainee, you know, that those kind of stuff um, for a um, graphic design studio called Plenty. Uh, and at that point um, in Buenos Aires, you will find a lot of uh, graphic design studios. Uh, focus on animation, you know, branding for for TV channels um, uh, or whatever project that it would involve graphic design, animation, you know, installations, uh, I don't know, commercials, um, whatever, whatever moves and needs a graphic design perspective, uh, they will do it. And they were into 3D a lot. It was a, uh, it was kind of like the strong um, part of the studio. Um, and they were great. Uh, they are still great. Uh, they have a, an amazing uh, art director. And I learned, I worked there for four years and I, I kind of like learned all my, my skills, you know, my professional skills there. Um, so I started there as an um, animator, junior animator, I would say. And then at the end, I was the director. Wow. Okay. So uh, you it was really, great. It was, it was really nice. You really worked your way up, yeah. not only like putting four years in, which I know like we can look at now and some of us can say like, wow, four years is a lot, especially in like the career of creative where, it's a lot. yeah, a you lot. know, like, I mean, 
I, I think you can you can also at the same time be like, yeah, that's that's usually like the years where you're developing your skills. You're really kind of like honing in on what you want to do. And that's I think there's there's both sides to that. But then to hear, you know, getting to a position where you're starting off as just a designer and then by the end of it, you're a director also kind of speaks to that passion. And not only that, but also the four years that you put in already to kind of work your way up. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, no, it was amazing. I think, you know, on all the jobs that I took um, at that level, it was great for me. You know, when I, I, I don't know, I didn't have any portfolio. I was really bad at it. So I, I will be really grateful, you know, to get any kind of job. And then when I got better and I had a better portfolio um, and also more into the world, you know, I, I would realize what was available in Buenos Aires to to work, you know, the places that you have, the people that is working there. Um, you have very talented people, but but also you have small companies, you know, like in it, like everywhere. And in animation, I think at that point, uh, we have motionographer that it was like this portal that you will check every day, you know, and and see who was dropping uh, yeah, commercial, yeah. you know, I, I don't know if you're, yeah. Uh, so this studio, uh, plenty, uh, was usually there, you know, it was very hard because from, from Latin America, just to, to put something online and to get some exposure, it was hard, but just to get, you know, uh, between the, I, I it was, I think cream, cream of the pops or something. They have like a list of better studios or something. And they were usually uh, really close to that or they were there. And I just, uh, it was like a dream job, you know, for me, it was amazing. So I don't know. I just, uh, there I, I made like my biggest friends. Uh, I, I I really learned how to work in 3D, how to create, um, how to work with a client, um, how to, just how kind of like the world um, works for for a the process designer. and the, the back and forth yeah, yeah. it was amazing it was amazing there i i realized that i wasn't a good graphic designer so i started <laughs> gra- i i went to to the university to study graphic design uh because it was also weird just to direct pieces but not to know uh any any graphic design skill you know it was very hard for me just to just to let it go you know sure. it's just to, to let it go it was hard so so i started studied that and uh and i felt more um i felt more in love with the art direction you know like the creative process uh the 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 thought that you pulled in a piece you know when when you start it's very different than that concept uh, and process you know yeah yeah um and and the production side of of animation it's um it's uh it's it's time consuming and very tedious yeah, yeah, and it requires a lot, you know. 3D requires a lot of you, um, and I will have to do a bunch of stuff. You know, it has so many stages, uh, so you could be modeling something, and then you have to animate that stuff, you have to light the stuff, the shading of the stuff, the rendering of the stuff, then you post-produce that stuff. And I will be doing a lot of these stages because I, I don't know, like in in small studios, you usually do a bunch of stuff, but in Buenos Aires, you're all uh, the hands basically. Yeah, yeah. So uh, generalist, you know, it's very important. Uh, and I had this background in video and then I was studying graphic design. So I kind of like had this um, skill um, and it took me so long, you know, also to to be able to to be in a position of uh, a designer, you know, of uh, an art director that I will be doing before uh, 
I don't know, post-production in Nuke or like uh, animation in C4D or uh, renders on Octane or V-Ray. Um, I've worked with a few. I've worked yeah. with a few animators, and I can. I've I've seen that process where you know the you really kind of get your head down into keyframing and moving the you know moving the pixels, easing, getting all the eases correct and all the motion correct, all that stuff. After after plenty, because um, you 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 left there as a director. Are you still animating? Are you still looking to do more animation work? And like, what is sort of your next step after after that? Because I, you know, I've looked through your experience yeah. and I've seen a couple of big companies on there that I want to touch on uh, as well. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of jobs. Sorry, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, it's so great. After, I think this is after awesome. there, I went freelance. Uh, I went freelance because I thought it would be it would be nice just to try out different things. You know, I was studying graphic design and, and I wanted to finish the career. Um, and I and I wasn't learning a lot, you know. At, at the time, I was a director, and because you are a director, uh, you know your vision is, is what's important. Uh, and maybe you are the senior guy, you know, at, at the place. Everyone looks to so, you. And and it felt even the, the money was good, you know. But for me, it felt like I was still learning a lot, um, or I needed to learn, and I wasn't learning. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe maybe it's time to to change this and and. It, I didn't have any studio that was bigger than than that one in Buenos Aires, so I just went freelance uh, for for a time. And after I think one year or something like that, um, I started working for for companies outside, you know, like abroad, United States and, and Europe, uh, sometimes Canada. And and I got a I got a um, offer letter from from Bug. Uh, I, I used to do a lot of freelance stuff. And I sent them an email to do freelance, uh, uh, any kind of freelance job. And they were like, well, we, we're not doing freelance right now with, with people in uh, in other countries, you know, in, in other time zones. But, but maybe, you know, you could come to L.A., you know, and work for us here uh, as, wow. a, as an animator. And I kind of freak out, you know, because Buck at that, even now, you know, it's a huge company in the industry. They are. Um, Buck has grown so much over the last, like, I think, Three years, I've I've started working with within a company that works with Buck, and to see the growth and yeah. how they're expanding and how they sort of maintain client relationships is really impressive. It is impressive. It is impressive, and and we are all impressed, you know. And, and <laughs> for me, at that point, it was like it, it was like working for the number one company or something like that, you know. If you are an animator, in, if you work in motion graphics, Buck is kind of like inachievable, you know. It's like yeah. this huge place. Um, so we talked with my wife, uh, I was still studying graphic design, you know, I wanted to finish that, uh, um, and, and moving abroad, I don't know, it, it, it was, a it was a big decision to take. So it was a mix of, uh, uh, excitement, but also a lot of controversy, you know, around like what we should do. I don't know. It was a lot of internal conflict. Really. It sounds like. Yeah, it's just like, it, it is a dream job, you know, I was like super happy, but I didn't know what to do. So we, we I think we took a week or something like that to to talk about it. And at the end, we were like, yeah, I think it would be nice. You know, it would be fun to travel. Uh, it's going to be a good experience. Um, I I didn't uh, I didn't speak English a lot. I'm still, you know, struggling with, with the language. Uh, but at, the, at that point, it was very hard and... And I don't know, you know, we you, we just we just uh, just jumped into it anyway, it, you know. Yeah, we just jump into it. Yeah, for sure. So we have a call with um, 
the CEO of LA, um, and he was super kind. You know, he was like, "I think you are at the level of an animator. Uh, you could come here and work for us, and we can see uh, what happens." You know, <laughs> so we we moved we moved to LA in 2016, I think, or 2017, and I worked uh, at Buck for almost two years, and it, it was amazing. It was it, it is impressive how um, a company can have 60 or 70 persons that are really, really talented, you know, yeah. like at, at the top of, of their level. The talent is um, there, like every everywhere you look, every corner, they're just making amazing, they're working on not only big client projects, but the things that they're producing client, yeah. just seems like they have total, not total control, but they have so much input in the end product, yeah. which seems like amazing. It's an amazing place, you know. I I wasn't learning in, in Argentina really, and when I got to Buck, I thought that I was good, you know, and and I'm good. Uh, but uh, that turned you, it turned you upside down. <laughs> competing at that level, it was very different, you know. It, you feel I, I'm very competitive, and I just felt excited, just competing, you know, because people is really good. You create a I don't know, you create a style frame, and you have five or ten proposals, different proposals. Uh, or all valid proposals, or all, all like really good, you know, uh, views of of how we could create a process uh, of design for a company or whatever. And and the clients where we, uh, you know, Apple and Google and yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. what what were some of the projects that you ended up uh, working on there? Because uh, or what what were who you just mentioned some of the clients you've worked with? What was some of the projects that stood out to you that maybe were your favorite that you worked on while you were there? Well, that was kind of like a bummer uh, because, um, <laughs> yeah, so I come from Latin America, you know, so it's a very different industry. Uh, every project that you put out there, it has to be public because you promote yourself with the project that you do. And there is not, there is no money that you uh, have, you know, to invest in other pieces. So every project that you do is going to be outside. And I would say that 90% or at least 70% of what you do ends up uh, being public. And that um, that is great for a person that is creating a portfolio, you know, like the employees that you have. It's also cool because you see your project outside and it's kind of like a, like the end goal, you know, you you work a lot, you put it out there and I don't know, you should see it, you know, you watch it a bunch of times, uh, your friends can, can vouch for it, you know, you, you could improve. I, I feel that the process of creating stuff it doesn't stop when you create the stuff. It, it, it just stops when you put it out there, you know, and, and it keeps going because it reflects on people, you know, you, I don't know, there's a conversation around. Uh, at Buck, uh, or on, in, you know, on the, oh, sorry, in the US, uh, I think it, it is different. Uh, maybe you you have a huge volume of, uh, of work that you have to, to create. So I will say Buck puts out there maybe 5% of the stuff that you do. So I will say that, from all the projects that I work, maybe maybe twenty percent of them saw the light, you know, like so like public stuff. Uh, but even with that, um, NDAs are a thing, you know, in the United States where where you cannot share the works that you do because yeah. uh, they are for uh, they are confidential, you know, they are for big brands. Sometimes you are creating um, animations for a new product for for one of these brands, or or you're creating. Uh, I don't know, like the what is going to happen on the stores, 
of these companies or and it may or, just never see the light of day yeah so you work a lot sometimes in things that that are not going to be public or are not going to be used you know you you work on on uh content development yeah yeah so i will do a lot of that i will do a lot of that um I don't have any any really cool project, you know, and that that was kind of like the stuff. Yeah, it, it is a bummer. I will say that all most of the projects they will look really nice, um, and and the the people that I will work with, yeah, they will be amazing, you know. I will be like, I can't believe that I'm working with, uh, I don't know, like Juan uh, Herrera, that is uh, the person that uh, designed uh, Alegria for Facebook. Uh, so all you know, like the branding style of of Facebook was this tiny person i wouldn't i would be like wow or um uh she was working uh there also with her husband and the husband is like an amazing animator and i was like i can't believe that i'm working you know with Stefan. he's he's a really really good 2d animator uh and then like that by a hundred you know like joe mullen and jenny cole and i don't know like all names that if you google they have 50 commercials or 50 pieces that are top notch awarded internationally you know they're amazing uh, so it turned out to be like a better opportunity to kind of network and connect with these people that you know yeah, have that like experience yeah yeah the things that that we will do maybe you know they will be um they will be confidential you know or they will be a small stuff uh maybe you know our skills will be really high but then the the project it will be really simple. Yeah. So we will we will have to maybe the idea was to and I learned a lot. You know maybe the business side it is also important. And I learned that maybe to put uh, top uh, notch professionals you know uh, towards a project maybe involves more thinking about feedback and 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 thinking about potential, but not really the end product. You know the end product maybe it's gonna be like a proper common pieces of animation. I think that's a good point though, because you know, you, you do a great job of summarizing it where it is not necessarily achieving the highest bar of creative output, but it is sort of the facilitation, all the other pieces that go into it. And that's why they bring yeah. on so many different talented so people, many people, so many yeah. experiences For sure. to kind of facilitate I, that. I think, you know, that's, that's key. That's key for Buck. You know, I, I saw clients really happy and, and, and people, um, just the process, you know, goes very smoothly because in, instead of working with a couple designers, you know, maybe two or three, uh, you could five and they are not any designers. They're amazing designers, you know? And then on top of that, you have an amazing um, art director or a couple art directors. And on top of that, you have one creative director that's an amazing creative director. So um, the, the talent that they could put together, it's it's just astonishing. It makes it makes a lot of sense um, now knowing that innards and how that works. You eventually leave Buck and you then move again to Vancouver, like to Vancouver, Canada, correct? Yeah. So yeah. So I think you know it was a a couple of things. Um, we with my wife, we we love LA. We we thought, okay, you know this this random thing, you know of, of traveling, moving abroad, you know, and all that stuff really work for us uh we'd really like to to just to visit places you know and to just to go buy um bread 
you know, in a different city that you don't know. Yeah. It's kind of an experience. You know, people is very different around you. The language is it's also a thing that that you um, just start using, you know, and, and it's fun. Uh, so we said, okay, maybe we could travel, you know, a bit. Uh, and and also, work-wise, we, we were trying to find ourselves, you know, and, and Buck, it's amazing, but also it's very corporate. And, and not every every person is very corporate, and I'm not a person that can work, you know, in a corporate environment. I'm really, uh, I don't know, like, I like to talk a lot. I, I am the guy that, you know, goes to your desk and is like, hey, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> uh, what are yeah. your plans for the weekend? That kind of stuff. Um, I like to be very social. And and I don't know, there is, there is something weird when um, the place that you work, uh has like a hundred or two hundred employees you know like a lot of employees it's a lot and it's and, a lot to kind of and suddenly, build that connection yeah i feel like big companies uh instead of you having like a thousand friends you don't have none you know <laughs> you don't know anybody and it's just like the whole dynamic yeah. it's, it's just too much for me you know i'm a shy guy so i could be talkative talkative just with you with a couple of friends on the table you know like 10 20 tops but then having I don't know, like 80 persons. You lose I'm touch. I'm just like, yeah, I lose touch. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I felt like a number and all that stuff, you know, related to big companies. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I need some, I'm not too, I need to win some um, ownership on the stuff that I do. Uh, I wanted to to have uh, just creative control on the stuff that I will I will be doing and uh, and to put out there, you know, the, the work that I will be doing. I, I worked two years in a, in a beautiful company. Um, but uh, I couldn't show anything, you know? Yeah. And that was a, a big problem also for my visa because I was having, you know, like an artist visa and you have to show your work, you, you have to win awards. <laughs> Suddenly, you know, the stuff just piled up. So we were like, okay, let's move to, let's move to some place. And we went to Portland um, because there were a beautiful studio there that maybe I could be working with. And then uh, I went to Vancouver for a festival called uh, Blend. That is a festival for motion graphics people, and uh, and I I already knew about Jaina, uh, but um, but I knew um, but I didn't knew them. So when I went to the festival, they 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 were uh, part of the festival, and and they seemed uh, amazing people. Small company, kind of like family owned. Uh, they were like 15, I think, at that time, and and they have I don't remember if they had a talk or something, but all the stuff that uh, Jay, the owner, will say, he will be like golden for me, you know, like stuff that I will had in Latin America, but then I could be doing in, in Canada with a uh, I feel with a better industry, you know, the clients that you get in 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 Canada are very different from the clients that you get in in Latin America, so. We took a bit, um, and I was already. Uh, I I have already decided to leave Buck, but I didn't. I didn't know where. You know, nothing was I lined up. You're just like, okay, we're yeah, doing this. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm. I know that I'm leaving. You know, but I I want to see if I can work for a studio or maybe you know I, I'm gonna go freelance or something. And and they they didn't. You know, small studios. It's it's also a matter of timing. It doesn't matter how good you are. Maybe, you know, they don't need anyone. So at that point, they didn't uh, need anyone. And it was like, okay, maybe we, we have to 
we had to leave um, LA and maybe travel abroad a bit and just go freelance or something like that. But then uh, I think a couple months after that talk that we had, um, one of their animators, three D generally, uh, left the company, and I'm I have a background in animation and three D. Perfect. So timing. they were like, "We need you. You know, you could fit this stuff." And yeah, I was wow. like, Great. You know, let's let's do it. Um, we had to sort it up all the paperwork because Canadian visas plus U.S. visas. You know, I had all, all the stuff. Um, and I think within six months or something, we moved to we moved to Vancouver. Uh, and it was great. We work, uh, I think at China, I work a year there. But then, you know, what it happened for me, it was that I really, with all this fuck stuff, just move things inside me, you know. And I, and I really noticed that I wasn't uh, into the work that I was doing, you know. It, it was great because I was working maybe for... So at that point, I was like, okay, maybe I could uh, just try something different, you know, like very different. So I started using my Instagram uh, to put illustrations. Uh, and uh, I wasn't doing illustration at that point or any any point. Uh, I, I don't draw. So I had to kind of like draw with simple shapes and, and it's just like a very rough uh, primitive stuff. Uh, but it was fun, you know, it was kind of like a thing that I wouldn't have pressure. I don't know, it felt great. Uh, and I kept doing dailies for a year or something. And at some point I got some momentum and I got projects like commercial projects first, pretty small, but then at the end, when I was uh, moving to Vancouver, I started having, uh, just like proper professional illustrations, um, projects, you know, like I will be working with some brands, um, and that started competing with my salary. And I was really into my illustration stuff because it was exciting and new. And my animation and 3D um, skills were there. You know, I'm a very professional guy on that. Uh, but it was it was not that challenging. So when I got to Giant Ant, I was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing this illustration stuff, and 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 I'm working for Apple. I'm I'm working for for all these brands. Uh, maybe let's. You know, do you want to mix a bit the stuff here and and create a world with that illustration style? So, so you were doing and projects for Apple and all these other brands while still working with Giant on the, on the side. What? No way. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit crazy, but I always been working uh, two jobs. You know, when I when I had to change all these jobs at the beginning, you know, like the first years, I would be doing my day job. You know, as a whatever assistant video editor. And at night, I will be doing animation, freelance stuff. And then, you know, when I got that animation thing going on, I will be doing 3D uh, stuff on the side. And then when I was having this 3D stuff, I will be doing post-production. You know, like I always, very cool. I always use my freelance. Um, I'm very anxious also, you know, I'm kind of like a workaholic. <laughs> same, so, same here. <laughs> yeah. So I will be using that. Uh, so when I was working at Bug, it didn't feel weird at all just to be doing illustration projects also you know working full-time in a on a studio and working freelance on the side it's controversial you know and <laughs> it's not healthy yeah it's not the healthiest it's, it's, it's not healthy yeah yeah it's not healthy at all but yeah, it pushes for sure. you but, but also i think it pushes yeah for sure it pushes you yeah i put it puts a lot of uh uh you have to put a lot of energy you know to create things uh at night or 
very early uh, in the morning. It's it's kind of interesting um, though because um, you know as you were as you were mentioning like at Buck, a lot of the work that you were working on didn't ever make it out into the public eye, and you know I think it's fair to say now you're having a moment where a lot of your work now that you're working freelance is making it out to, you know, billboards, making it out onto screens, all this stuff. You know, I, I saw recently you posted on Instagram, the, I guess, work that you've been doing with DoorDash is now hitting billboards out in LA and things oh, yeah, like that. Oh yeah, that billboard is crazy. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All the recognized, uh, how is it like recognition? No. Uh, recognition, yeah, recognition. recognition. Yeah, all the recognition that, that I wanted to have, you know, all, all the ownership, you know, like I did something, Put it out there. Look at it. You know that 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 thing when you Here's finish this thing a project. I so hard on. Yeah, uh, and you, I work my ass, dude. I work a lot, and <laughs> and it was gracious to have that feeling, you know. And and I didn't have that. Uh, I think at any stage of my life, you know, just being an illustrator gave gave me that, you know, gave me the the feeling of of being an artist, uh, of being respected, uh, of of having, you know. Um, your own mind, you know, and your ideas and perspectives and, and just put it up, put that stuff out there and, and try it out. You know, it could work, but maybe it couldn't. And, and, and for me, illustration just gave me all that stuff. So uh, eventually you just decided that animation wasn't going to continue to, you weren't going to grow from animation. And so then you made the switch to kind of start messing around and playing around to find that like spark again with illustration. And, you know, the one reason why I'm so like, obviously I wanted to talk to you because I think your style and how you've developed that, it's just, it's amazing. A lot of the illustrators and animators that I talk to, they have this unique perspective on what their work looks like. And so I'm curious how you came to this place of one, have like wanting to draw hands. I think that's been my favorite series so far, um, but also like people and, and, and how these people take shape. You know, they're not just like your standard, you know, anatomy. They are sort of exaggerated in certain places. They, they're very yeah. vibrant in color. They're very hip in some of the clothes that they, you, you dress them in. You know? Yeah. I think in illustration, that's, it, it is a whole thing, you know, like how you find your style and, and how you, just you portray yourself, you know, how, how, how you create a portfolio that looks unique, you know, to you. Um, I really come from a different place, you know, and it's just like a weird thing that I started doing drawing. So a lot of, a lot of my style came from, from that, you know, uh, the poses that I do are dynamic because they, they are keyframes, you know, and an animation is the, it's just like the standard, you know, you, you work with a couple of keyframes and then you work in betweens and you draw the stuff in the middle, you know, that's how it works. So at the beginning, the weird poses started like that. It's just like, okay, what I could do and I will draw what I had, you know, close to me, that, that's animation. And then um, I think, you know, there is a reduction on, on, on style. I don't know. I, I just trying to say that it, it is very accidental for me. And at some point I go like, okay, this accidental thing, it could be pushed towards something that, that it looks uh, unique for me, you know. Uh, I think your taste could push to that. Um, I, I was very aware of the industry, you know. I've been working um, for a lot of years now, or like 10, 15 years. So you, you kind of kind of know um, what it could be um, commercially interesting, you know, for, for people or brands or, or the public. Um, you know, maybe what could work in animation or, or in illustration. Um, so I just try to put all that together and, and starting 
just started to create a portfolio that, that will look consistent, you know, uh, cohesive, um, cool for sure. You know, like yeah. something that I, I will like at the beginning, it was, it was a bit random. You know, I will do a lot of illustrations. I will engage with some of them. Other ones just felt like, uh, I don't know, just like, um, a random thing, you know, uh, an exercise of composition or color or whatever. Uh, but at some point I got, I got, uh, just a repetition of it, you know, like I got the style because, uh, you, you recreate the gestures all the time, you know, and the way that your hands move, uh, it creates these, these strong lines, you know, or, um, the colors that I use, uh, they feel very strong just because, you know, I think it, it works really well with, with, the the raw emotional characteristics, you know, that, that you could find on my characters. Uh, I, I didn't know what to draw. So I started drawing people because I was in LA and it's just people felt very different from my, my past in Buenos Aires, you know, so I will be very attracted to people uh, just dressing very differently. And I will live in downtown LA and it's very weird. Uh, <laughs> so, so I was like, this is cool. You know, I, I'm going to draw people. Uh, and and it, it is kind of like an accidental thing that you try it outside and if you see that um that it creates um uh, exposure you know or it goes somewhere you just repeat it and see you know where where is the match between your interests and the public interest you reaction know? you're so like I, looking I, I, for a reaction the reaction yeah yeah and it's like okay i like this side you know of my work so i'm gonna do this and then you put out that you put it out there if something happens, that's great, you know, you have a match. You could keep creating that. Sometimes, you know, that doesn't happen. And I don't believe of on just keep doing that stuff. You know, I, I will be like, I've been trying a lot of things on my life and and I've been happy doing a lot of things. So I'm like, okay, you know, this doesn't work. Cool. You know, I'm going to try a different thing and I'm going to try to push that out. And sometimes, you know, you believe in the work that you do and you could push harder, but uh I think something in the intuition, you know, it says that, okay, maybe, you know, it's clever to move uh, to a different path. Uh, don't be afraid to, so far, you know, to move on and don't be so tied to one idea, you know, continue to try and, yeah, you know, I switch really things up to, a bit. Yeah. You, you know, you have these ideas and you try to um, exhaust, you know, every idea as much as you can. I'm doing the hands now and I, I really like My that. My favorite. Thank you. They, they, I don't know, all, all the printing stuff, you know, I, I, I've been learning silk screen a lot, how to print stuff. It's very different. I'm a very digital guy, you know, I've come from animation, video and all that stuff and, and creating objects, you know, some tangible, tangible things, uh, felt for me really good, you know, to, to have prints on, on friends' houses. Uh, it felt great, you know, like, I don't know, it's just like, I, I really engage with that. And I had some free time, so I started doing, I did two for a festival in, in, in Buenos Aires. And some people liked them, and I did two more. And now I'm doing one or two hands every couple months. Uh, and it feels great, you know, it, it engaged with my side artists. You know, I'm, I'm a very commercial illustrator. But I, I, like to, I like to create stuff that is on the side, you know, project that doesn't look... When I have more wall space, I'll be picking. I'll be picking one up <laughs> in my small apartment. Thank but you, right man. now, Thank right you. now, I can't. Um, so you're getting into, you know, 
not only are you working with big brands like DoorDash and, and, you know, the work for Apple that you've done, the work for Venmo, you know, you're getting into having more kind of control over the output and, and creating objects now, not just, you know, things that are existing on screens and stuff like that. Um, what is sort of your plan or like, you know, what are, what are you looking forward to? You know, I think now you're full-time freelance, you're working with clients. Um, is it to explore more of that artist side and continue to maintain client projects? Is it doing one more than the other? You know, what's kind of your goal? Well, the pandemic and, and everything, you know, it's, it, it, it really changed how things work, I think. But, um, um, I really like to have I, some things I know, you know, I really like to have a studio, uh, so I, since I went freelance like two years ago or something, full-time freelance, uh, or, or three, I think, um, I, I realized that I, that it's nice to have a space to work, you know, it's still my home, it's my studio, uh, me being kind of like a workaholic uh, is great, you know, it just splits my life in two. I have a better work-life balance. I exercise more. I don't work as much uh on well today is a sunday but on weekends i usually don't work <laughs> yeah um and this is this is nice you know this doesn't feel like work um but uh so having a studio it would be something that i would really like to have uh, and pursue uh, i share the studio with my wife she does rocks and and i went freelance she was working as a chef uh before and then she went like into tea and just like astronomy stuff and then she changed completely uh like me towards um like a more creative uh thing and she does carpets Very um, cool. so yeah it's really cool uh so we shared this this studio and and it feels great you know like uh just the i don't know i i feel that sometimes we we work without thinking really what are we hitting and i was heading to a creative director position in a studio you know and that that's great for some people, but I really love to just to share my life with, with my wife, you know, have my exercise in the morning, uh, cooking uh, for something, you know, cool at, at lunch and then uh, working a bit more in the afternoon, um, just uh, grabbing a coffee, you know, not having all that freedom that I have. I, I really use it to work and it's kind of the same, but the spaces that I create for that work are very different, you know. Uh, I, I don't have a work environment, really. I just share my life with her and, and we do stuff and it feels way better, you know? Uh, so if I keep can keep, you know, like pushing that stuff, that would be amazing, you know? That's uh, quite beautiful, actually. Um, I, I think I like how you put that as, you know, you like to you like to share that life, you know, you like to share it with your wife it as is, well. It is great. It is, it is amazing. I, you know, if I can say something about work is that, Sometimes, you know, your family is on a bubble and your work is on another one. And and sometimes that's great. Um, but it's, it's kind of weird that the person maybe that you choose for, for a living, you know, for to, for life, I don't know, like your wife, your kids, uh, they are not going to see you a lot because you're going to be working, you know, and that's kind of like fucked up for me. I don't know, like I come from maybe from a different country, you know, and it's very different. But but I, I really like to think that if I'm going to be making money, um that's great you know but maybe it's not the priority it's something that has to work with all the other things and 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 just to have a better uh just way to work you know i, I love to work you know don't get me wrong I, I really love to work and i work a lot but i really love to go to work with my wife you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know like 80 persons on a building you know random people whatever you know like i am friendly but 
but I really like to choose um, the space and how I do it. Um, I don't know. I think illustration on that end, it's amazing. You know, it, it gives you uh, the opportunity to to work on on big projects and and amazing opportunities. You know, collaborations with with all these huge brands uh, at the top of the level because you are creating really nice stuff. Um, but you are doing it from maybe you know like a very comfortable space uh, without working your ass twelve hours a day. Uh, I don't know, like all that stuff is, is really working. So if I can keep doing this, this is perfect. No, I, I really don't. It's, it is a dream job. And I, I have worked on my life, you know, very, a lot of dream jobs, you know, at the beginning at Plenty and then after at Bug, even Jainan, you know, one of the most recognized studios in the world. Um, but this feels just more true to me. You know, it's also a part of you finding your, your, your space. You know, maybe you go to a studio and you say, this is what I want for my life. You know, I love it. Uh, but it, sometimes, you know, like the the idea of working on a place or the idea of doing something is not the same that doing that stuff or working on that space, you know, it's very different. Uh, so it, it, it really, it fits great. I still haven't figured out that that balance for me yet or what is that kind of sweet spot. So I'll make sure to to check back in with you to see if you found the, the exact answer so I can uh, oh, use that for myself it, it, as well. <laughs> It's, it's so personal, you know, yeah. I feel that we, I love to to listen to podcasts, you know, and stuff like this because everyone just shares uh, a different path, you know, and everyone works differently, has a different place in the industry. We make money from different things. Uh, we have a living in different places. Uh, and, and and I feel some of the stuff, we, we could repeat, you know, that kind of stuff. You could repeat the path of someone. But... Um, in my experience, you know, I repeated kind of like different paths. The path of, of an animator, for example, uh, and I and I and I got some very very nice very nice places, but um, but it didn't it didn't felt for me like a successful. It just didn't situation. Fit. It was like it was so it was so fucked up. It was very <laughs> weird, you know, because I knew that it was a dream job, but not for me. And I didn't realize that until I got there. And it was so, it, it is so, I, I was just pissed with myself. But at the, you know, at the same was, time, I know you, that it, this is good, but. You have to walk through like that it. door to figure that out for yourself, you know? Yeah, it, it's, it's something that you have to work it out. But in, you know, honestly, it is, it is great just to try stuff, you know, and just to see by yourself if, if that works, you know, just going to Canada and going to Los Angeles, going to Barcelona. Um, they they were all really good experiences, you know. Outside, if I really like them or not, you know, I I am who I am because I did all that stuff. So it, it, I'm I'm super uh, grateful with those people, and I'm grateful uh, with me, you know, for giving me the opportunity to say, okay, you know, I have a great salary. I'm working on the biggest company, but I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna go, you know, to a smaller city. That's crazy. Smaller salary, smaller <laughs> company, you know. And then at some point, I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna try this freelance stuff as an illustrator. And it's just me saying it, you know, it just felt crazy. Uh, but I was like, you know, I think maybe I could do it, and I, I can, I have a vision, you know, maybe I could be working with my wife uh, in a studio. I don't know, you know. I think there are some some stuff around the the advertising industry and the animation industry that that just doesn't fit with with 
just a healthy way of life, you know. I remember me talking with a with a with a person, you know, on one of these companies, and I was like, I would love to just to have a nap, you know, time to to have a nap <laughs> with my wife and my family, you know, have some time to exercise. It's like a normal thing and everywhere I, else except the United States. Dude, <laughs> it's very normal. But then it's like, okay, you have Saturday, holidays and Sundays, you know, that's it. That's where you use that time. For the rest of the day, nine to seven or eight or 10, you are in the studio working for the biggest brand, you know, an amazing project. And that's great. And I think at some point you realize that, uh, you also want the other part, you know, and, and yeah. you have to choose. Uh, yeah. Um, but before we end the episode, I usually try to, you know, ask my guests this one question, you know, if you could send yourself, uh, like a note or a time capsule to, you know, to your future self, um, you know, with any advice or anything like that, what would you sort of, what would you write down or what would you kind of say to yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I thought about this one. Um, I will say exercise. <laughs> exercise yeah uh yeah i <laughs> i don't know if this happens to everyone you know but i i i think i did like all the stuff that i had to do you know like i i try i work on the biggest studios i i work my ass you know I, i'm self-taught you know i i'm a very good after after effects animation very good uh c4d generalist i know we i know a lot of stuff and i i just follow tutorials you know i did all the things uh, that I had to do, and I worked with all the people that I felt that I had to work with. And at some point, I was like uh, burned out, and uh, and my I had like health problems with my neck, you know, like dizziness and all like headaches, all that stuff. Uh, and nobody told me that you could get all that <laughs> if you don't if you don't take care of uh, your body. <laughs> yeah, you're basically so, you're basically uh, turning into a raisin while being super creative. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so it will be exercise. Take care of yourself because um I have 34. Uh I think I think it's not healthy to work uh all these hours and to try to achieve all this stuff. Traveling, you know, is not free. Uh it is very stressful. Uh if movings are stressful, international movings are a thing. Hundred times. Know, it's just like <laughs> dude, it's just like crazy. It's crazy, it's crazy, and we did it more than three times um so it puts a toll on you you know and i feel that uh you you have to be clever and uh, just take take a space for 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 uh, exercise you know do whatever you want you know yoga or soccer or like running or like whatever you know but uh you should be you should be clever with that your body is gonna break if not if you don't do that now that i exercise i'm way better uh, I think I, I can work more. Um, but at some point it was, it was horrible. I really, I was super scared. Yeah. No, I like that. I, I, you know, your mind is, is, is one piece that you got to maintain and your body is definitely the other that you have to make sure is yeah. up to date. Yeah. I realized that, uh, I don't know, older, you know, about <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah. 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 yeah we're getting old. So it, it starts to take, you know, you definitely start to feel it a little bit more in the morning. Um, Sebastian, <laughs> thank you so much for, uh, for joining me on this episode. Uh, where can people find your work? Where can people get in touch with you and see more, more of what you're working on? Thank you, man. Thank you. Super grateful for you. I love to talk about this, you know, and love to talk with you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Uh, people can find me on Instagram. I usually post there. If you Google Sebastian Curry, I think I'm going to be the guy. 
<laughs> the first link. Illustrations. Yep, easily. Sebastian, yeah, that's the CC. Uh, yeah. Just there. Instagram, Twitter. I'm, I'm using Twitter now um, to just to follow the trends, you know, but, uh, but I, I love Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sebastian. I yeah. appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Have a nice day, man. This podcast is produced by me, John Sarantino, out in Jersey City, New Jersey. Editing, mixing, and music are all done by my friend Kevin Bendis in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Definitely check him out. You can find out more about WellFed and where to listen at wellfedpodcast.com or on social media at WellFedPodcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon.